We say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio. Talk 24-7. It's Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. And today, beloveds, it's Thrilling Thursday. That's right, it's Thrilling Thursday, meaning you got to get up, get out, do what you got to do to make it happen for yourself, soul motivators. That's what we're going to do today. Make it happen for yourself. And today, we're going to continue on from yesterday, from the Work It Out Wednesday. Now, yesterday, I played uh, Mamie Brown, baby boy. <laughs> Les Brown, <laughs> my mentor, the number one motivational speaker of all times. All right? So, Les was talking about commitment, right? And I told you we're going to put things into action, Right? So I'm going to play some more Les Brown today from what from yesterday and everything like that to bring it home, okay? You ask for it, beloved, and you're going to get it, all right? I'm going to bring it home for you with the whole commitment for Les because this is the thing. I gave you guys homework, right? I gave you, I gave you guys homework, all right? You're supposed to put it together because we're going we're gonna to work out our GPS, right? Our goals, our purpose, and our strategy. Okay? And we're going to do that with our, our who, what, and why. Right? That's the, that's the, that's the whole uh, framework. The who, what, and why. All right? We're going to that, put that together and, and put it into action. So let's start off by putting those things into action, beloveds. Okay? Because one of the things that get us... Uh, stuck. It, it, it's not so much as that it, it's procrastination. What causes the procrastination is what we're not looking at. So when you're not looking at what causes the procrastination, you know what I'm saying, you're never going to get through that or get uh, above it or put your head above water. Okay? You're going to always feel like you're drowning a bit. Alright? Because you're not uh, getting to the heart of the matter. You're not getting to the what is making you stand still. What is making you, okay? What is making you feel like you you're not be you're not able to move forward, okay, beloveds? All right. So there's there's a reason for that procrastination. All right. So first thing we want to do again, like I said, we want to get to the who. Who are you? All right. Who are you? So let's let's go down to the listing of how we find ourselves. Because there are times when, you know, we, we come up in a family in a family setting or a village or whatever. And and what happens is sometimes we can lose our identity. Okay? We can get in a relationship and lose our identity. Alright? We can also, you know, get a job or a career and lose our identity. So many, I wouldn't say just Americans, but so many people find themselves in a career 
that actually loses their authentic self. And I know you, some of you ask, well, yeah, that happens. Some of you are saying, that has happened to me. And you, you can't figure out why that happened to you. But before we get to the why, before we get to the why, we're going we're gonna to deal with the who. Okay, beloveds, let's deal with the who. All right. First and foremost, you've been told things from the time you were young, who you are. Seriously, you've been told from the time you were two years old who you are. So you've been, you've been taking on that persona, okay? So that's why when it comes to when a child reaches two years old and they have this way about themselves, and we call it the terrible twos, that's because the ego is now being developed because you've been told who you are. What you're going to be And all those little things that you did was so cute By the time you reach school age Where you're like 5, 6 years old Those same things that you did at 2 Is not so cute to the parents anymore Okay So now this is what's happening to you You're trying to figure out who you are And what you're doing And now you're relying on Whatever that ego was That got you the most attention That was in your terrible twos that's why you, you see a child and they terrible th- twos and then they're three years old and they get even a little more as bratty or crybaby is or tantrumish, all right, at the age of three. Because now they're putting that stake in the ground. They're, they're like, okay, I'm going to be this person then, okay? But it's not so cute to the parents anymore. So now you get disciplined for it a lot. But in that discipline, you're also getting attention. <laughs> Get what I'm saying, beloveds? You're getting attention. I don't want to go too deep into it right now because when you get in touch with me, beloveds, we're going to go through the whole thing because it has to be more personal to you. And that's what I do. All right? So when you hit me up, all right, at grenny125 at gmail.com, grenny125 at gmail.com, G-R-A-I-N-E-Y, the numbers 125 at gmail.com. When you hit me up, Coach, I'm ready. We're gonna we're gonna go through that. But this is what I I still want to uh, explain to you. Now, the who part of you comes from an ego portion of you. So by the time you're 13 years old, we, what we call that now a personality. So now it's developed into your personality. So that's who I am. This is who I am. I'm I'm that I'm that guy. I'm that girl. You know, and, then, and and your family will will actually sign off on it. Oh, that's just Jill. That's how she is. Oh, that's just Bill. That's just how he is. They 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 literally say that. Okay, so they they actually give you that stamp of approval. But it's not the authentic you, and you honestly know it's not the authentic you, but you ride with it. So the, the whole time when you're 13, between the ages of 13 and 16, that's why you have so much problems with your parents. Because now you feel that I wanna be, I wanna be this personality that, that, that I am. And then they're fighting against it. And, and again, you, you may not even get along. Sometimes they accept you, sometimes you accept them. It, it, somebody's gonna get broken. <laughs> you are the parents, somebody's gonna break. Something's gonna break, all right? So now, you're carrying this all through school because either you 
sociable or you're not. Okay, so either you're you're uh, you're, you're introvert where you to your, where you're comfortable being by yourself, or you're extrovert extrovert and you're comfortable being around other people. Like myself, I get my energy from other people. Or you're you're introvert where you go both ways. Okay, but that's cool. All right, that's just that's just that's just what makes you comfortable. Okay. That's all that is. See, introvert or introvert or, or extrovert, that's just what makes you comfortable. It's not, again, not who you are, what makes you comfortable. That's all, okay? So there's layers to this. There's layers to this, beloveds, all right? So before I go any further, all right, because we're on the who, and we're going to get to the what and the why later. But that's the who part of it, all right? So now... I'm going to play some more Les Brown right now, okay? And he is going to talk to you some more. He's going to continue off of what he, what he said from yesterday. It's going to be a continuation, all right? So this is your challenge, though, beloved. When you, when you listen to Les, I want you now start writing down the who. Who are you, all right? And we're going to get into it. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to play for you the one and only, my mentor, Mamie Brown's baby boy, Les Brown, on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart, on I heart. Nothing can resist a person that has that kind of commitment. The people that have made a difference on the planet, when a John F. Kennedy said, we will go to the moon in the next decade. He spoke it. That was a commitment, and people shared that vision. People bought into that. We've had all kinds of examples in history where people have made declarations, who have committed their lives to bring about a difference. There are people who are taking a stand today against hunger. I guarantee you it will be a part of our past at some point in time. Someone took a stand against polio. It no longer plagues us as it once did because someone said, it is my commitment to eradicate it from the face of the earth. Someone made the commitment. The reason that we're here and enjoying the democracy that we have, someone made a commitment that whatever is required, if it means that I die, I remember Paul Robeson, here I stand for, I can do no other. And that's how you must be. Commitment means standing up for your life. It means honoring yourself. It means. It means beginning to say and to, to see and recognize your alignment and oneness with the universe and that you are a channel for life to express through. And we short circuit it with anger. We short circuit it with fear. We short circuit it with, with envy. We short circuit it by being lazy or apathetic or giving up easily. Why, why, why? We say, oh, it's too hard, it's too hard. We don't challenge our spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing as powerful as the human spirit. You can't destroy it. You can pervert it, but you can't destroy it. I was reading Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankl. What a powerful book. I'm reading it now for the seventh time. And he gives so many graphic examples of, of the power of the human spirit. And so what are some of the things that can, can fortify us and, and give us the kind of inner strength that will allow us to forward ourselves into the future by manifesting our commitments? Number one, commitment means in some cases 
going back to school, getting some training, sitting up in classes with people younger than you, putting yourself in a position where you don't know and that is awkward and uncomfortable, but because of your commitment to develop yourself or to go back to school to get a high school diploma or to get a college degree, that it doesn't matter, feeling dumb and saying, what am I doing here, sitting up in some boring class? Commitment could mean a lot of things. It could mean that you begin to go back. You gotta back up sometimes. It means to back up and not give up, to regroup, back up and regroup and come back again. Because life has waylaid you, because you got knocked down. I know when, when I was working on my dream, there were times I, I lost my house at one point. I lost my car. I was broke. My credit was bad. I was sleeping at different friends' houses on their couch or on the floor. There were times, months, that I slept on the floor of my office and got up early and dressed before my staff got there to give them the impression that I got there early before they did. <laughs> and we all pretend not to know what we knew, that the boss was staying in the office. <laughs> So we never talked about it. But I refuse, I refuse to give up on my dream. And what happened, they say, you know, in the prosperous years, you put it in your pocket, in the lean years, you put it in your heart. It makes me appreciate it even more, even more. I, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. The disappointment, the pain that I've gone through by keeping the commitment Keeping the commitments that you have might mean taking a stand that's, that's unpopular. Something was said one time, when you take a position, it says cowardice asks the question, is it safe? Politics asks the question, is it popular? But conscience or commitment asks the question, is it right? And see, most people rather operate from the first two. Is it safe for me to take this position? I remember when I was a state legislator, I saw guys and, and, and women who believed in legislation very strongly, but because the Speaker of the House said, we won't go with that, they backed down. And they felt bad about it. They wouldn't take the position because they didn't want the Speaker of the House to be angry at them. They wanted to be all right with all of the rest of our colleagues. See, it takes a great deal of strong courage and commitment on your part to step out a line to, you know, Henry David Thoreau said, if a man doesn't keep pace with his companions, perhaps he's listening to the beat of a different drama. Let him dance to the music that he hears, however measured or far apart. When you are committed, you're dancing to the beat of a different drama. Don't expect people to understand you. Don't expect it to make sense to anybody why you've got to do this. Why you have got to go. Why you leave. This is a good job. I'm going. They pay you well. I'm going. You just a few years from retirement. I'm going. Why? I don't understand. You don't have to. I'm going for me. Because I've made a different kind of commitment with my life. This is something I have got to do. Commitment. It means taking a stand. Taking a stand for you. It means delivering. It means coming through. What if you don't keep your commitment, Les? What if you give it everything you have and you come up short?
Or if you don't give it everything you have, what if you get weak along the way and you're throwing a towel on yourself, you surrender to your emotions? What, what, what then? A lot of people become discouraged. They become frustrated and they say, oh, what the heck? And they go back to doing what they were doing before saying it doesn't work. Here's what I suggest. Number one, that does happen. So take total responsibility for it. Just own it. Don't make any excuses on why you gave in or why you didn't come through. Just own it and face to flack whatever it is. And stand up inside yourself. Next thing is assess the situation. How did you get here? What happened that you broke down, that you had a breakdown and you surrendered? What happened? What was going on? See, when I used to go on a diet, and I no longer do that, I've made a commitment to a healthy lifestyle. I used to eat up until 12 midnight on Sunday. Anything that wasn't moving. <laughs> and on Monday, I would, I would get up and, and, and um, eat a fruit, get a light fruit breakfast, and for lunchtime, I would um, fix some broiled chicken and meticulously peel the skin off and eat the chicken and then eat the skin. <laughs> Do five setups, look in the mirror and become discouraged because my stomach doesn't look like a washboard or one of the Avon Haley dances. And I say, what the use? And then I go to the refrigerator and eat food cold standing right there in the refrigerator. So when I evaluated where I broke down, I realized I can't have junk food in the house. So I had to remove that. And then I realized there are certain streets I couldn't drive down. <laughs> so I changed my route. I stopped taking people to lunch or to dinner because I couldn't sit there and watch them eat. When I had to go someplace and speak and they were eating, I said, call me downstairs when it's time for me to speak. Because if I sit at the table looking at them, the food's going to call my name. And I know this. So I had to begin to make sure that I wasn't putting myself in a position where I would give up on my commitment. Am I making sense to you? Yes. So I began to strategize around avoiding situations where I knew that I was going to become weak. Another thing I do when I don't keep my commitment, I either deny myself something or I do a trade-off. If a glazed donut takes advantage of me, then I require myself to do an extra 25 setups or I walk for an extra 15 or 20 minutes because I got a hammerlock on my head and say, come on over here. So you might have to deny yourself something or do a trade-off. Do something that will offset it. The other thing is, start again. So what? You fell flat on your face. So what? Start again. Learn from the experience and start again. Don't count yourself out. Don't sentence yourself to a lifetime of being miserable, a lifetime of being broke, a lifetime of being unhealthy, a lifetime of being in a relationship that is no longer fulfilling to you, a lifetime of, living, of working on a job that, that does not bring you satisfaction, that's not giving you the creative uh, urge that you need and, and, and that got to have in your life that stimulates you. Don't sentence yourself like that. You are a human being. Don't volunteer your life that way. Your life has too much value to the universe. You've got something to contribute. You've got something to give. And so what if you make a commitment and you're not able to do it like a pro? That you're not good as everybody else. Live in the moment. I like what this says. Look to this day for it is life. 
the very life of life. In its brief course lie all the realities and verities of existence, the bliss of growth, the splendor of action, the glory of power. For yesterday is but a dream and tomorrow is only a vision. But today, today well lived makes every yesterday a dream of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well therefore to this day. See, if we just start enjoying where we are, if we make that kind of commitment to enjoy where we are, to experience the experience of life where we are, to do all we can right now where we are. Forget about the mistakes yesterday. Forget about all your failures yesterday. Forget, forget about what you don't have. That's not important. Only thing that we have is right now. Right now, right now. And I say that life is calling on you to call forth on that. The optimists, which I think one of the most positive groups in, in the world, they have something called the optimist creed. And I like, it says, promise yourself. I changed it to commit yourself because I think that commitment has more power than promise. It says, commit yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best, to work only for the best, and expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. You're listening to The Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivated Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7 in the station of the heart on iHeart. Now, beloveds, beloveds, now I know that grabbed you because I wanted to grab you, okay? I wanted to grab you. That's why I had to play, you know, continue from yesterday because it had to be a two-part thing today. It just had to because... Yesterday, I said, okay, I've been giving you guys homework all week long, all right, getting you into the gear of, of putting your mindset into the spirit of doing, taking action, not delaying, not procrastinating, all right? So, I, and, and Les has so much to say, and I would say, well, I couldn't play this, the whole excerpt yesterday. Let me play it today, and let's get you into gear, because, you know, it's a... Less breaks it down about commitment. And that's the whole premise of this. It's about commitment. All right? All right, so reason why I, I, I use the term goal, purpose, and strategy, you know what I'm saying, to get you in the gear of, of thinking, you know, I have to put my, you know, I have to put that, you know, back in the day, and your teacher said that thinking cap, put that thinking cap on, okay, because it's about direction. Okay, so I just want to bounce off less as he's talking about commitment. I want to gear you up for going into a direction of commitment. Okay, so that's why the GPS is so important. You know, your goal, purpose, strategy is so important. And you're using those tools of who, what, and why. Okay, and we're talking about the who today. We're talking about the who. Who are you? Who are you to get there? All right. And some of you, you know, you, you, you got to the point where you're like, OK, 
I want to know what is my purpose here? You know what I'm saying? But we're not going to deal with the what yet. We're going to just deal with the who. Okay? We're going to deal with the who today. That's what's important. So we're going we're gonna to get to the why. All right? And we're going to get to, we, I mean, we're going to get to the what, and then we're going to get to the why. All right? But those are going to come down the line. And what I want to do for you, you know, I want to actually get you geared up. Okay, I want to get you geared up and concentrate on your who. All right. And knowing what you, why you're here, you know, why you're here is is keeping you up at night. That's the thing that gets you tossing and turning. But if you understand that who, who am I? Who am I? The who about you. You know, Whoville. (laughs) You remember that (laughs) with Dr. Seuss? Whoville, because it's, it's, it's that makes a difference when you understand your who who you are, not what other people made you out to be. Because either we leaders of the herd, or we follow the herd, or we just part of the herd. You get what I'm saying? It, but it's the who was going to make the difference in you. Okay, so when you're part of a herd, it's just a matter of how fast you can run. Seriously. And how well you take the orders Because when I say you're part of a herd Usually lions don't roll in herds They go after the herds Alright They just don't Alright They don't roll in herds They have prides And they they go after their herds You know what I'm saying Right What does the What does the lion and the gazelle have in common each day They both get up and they run but they run for different reasons. So you got to figure out why you're running each day. What What is your reason for you running, right? So we're going to get into that. But you got to know who you are. You got to know if you're the lion or you're the gazelle. You got to understand that, beloveds. You got to figure that out first. Am I the lion or am I the gazelle? And that's the difference. All right, beloveds. But I want you to hit me up. G Rainey, one, two, five. At gmail.com grainy125 At gmail.com That's G-R-A-I-N-E-Y The numbers 125 At gmail.com We're gonna get you started Alright You have homework to do Alright beloveds You have homework to do We're gonna get you in gear Alright I mean Les brings the funk You know that Les brings the funk <laughs> he, he ain't no joke. <laughs> all right. So, but, you know, as all good things have to come to an end. All right. Nelson is telling me it, it's time to wrap things up and, and, and move on from today. But it's, it's all good on a still and Thursday, beloved. It's, it's all good. We're going to get right back to this because next week we're going to have a full blown class next week. All right. But I want you to do this homework. All right. So now you got homework to do from from all week long. And then you're going to blow off some steam tomorrow. <laughs> right. At, at, on Freestyle Friday. You know what I'm saying? DJ Barbecue going to get get you going. All right. And then you're going to blow up some more steam. All right. On, on the Power Hour Mix. But after that, we right back at work. All right. <laughs> be right back at it. <laughs> all right, beloveds. But uh, as as always, we're going to we're going to take our deep breaths and say our affirmation protection prayer. And uh, 
set this place on fire on this thrilling Thursday, right? <laughs> you all geared up and fired up because that's what I want you to be, beloveds. Geared up and fired up. Let's go. All right. So let's take our deep breaths and say our affirmation prayer. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloved. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. That is your affirmation protective prayer for the day, beloved. I want you to take that with you. No matter where you go today, man, be work, school, or play. <laughs> you take that protection prayer with you. All right, beloveds. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Don't you touch that dial because coming up next is Raven, the talk show Maven. All right. And she's going to keep you informed and keep you uh, keep you empowered because coming up soon is the profitable podcasting summit. And that's coming real soon. You want to you don't want to miss out on that because, hey, if you're looking for a chance and you're looking for a way to, to be that top podcaster, Raven's going to show you how. All right. So I'm going to take, well, Nelson and I both going to take two steps to the rear and get on out of here, all right? We're going to bounce, all right? I love you guys. Y'all have a blessed, blessed, brilliant Thursday. Peace.